0: Hi, everyone. Uh, this is Graham from Everyday Anarchism. This is an, uh, the, a, an emergency podcast um, because I wanted to do what I could to inform you about what's going on in Ukraine and spread the word about the struggle of anarchists in Ukraine and um, I started everyday anarchism as a pretty purely intellectual project that I hoped would would make a difference. I have been in touch with anarchists all over the world but almost entirely on the on the academic side. I study ideas. I It's not that I have done no activism, but I am a I'm an intellectual much more than I am an activist, and, you know, it's so much fun to think about anarchism in in Tolkien or in science, um, and it really matters. This stuff really matters. Thinking about anarchism is deeply important both to people's day-to-day lives in their, in their workplace, with their asshole bosses and their inability to have childcare and their inability to get enough food, but... Things are different right now. Things are different in Ukraine. Um, In some ways, things are not different because we are always in a struggle against the authoritarians who do not care if we live or die. But in so many other ways, things are so different. And um, so, what I'm bringing you is uh, an interview that I conducted over Telegram with Stan, who uh, is a co editor of a Ukrainian website called Assembly. Um, and I will have a, a transcript of the episode uh, on my website and hopefully in the show notes also. Um, so you can read it uh, if it's difficult to understand Stan. Um, and just sorry, I'll, I'll have all sorts of notes about Stan and his comrades. Uh, one of them died recently. Um, in, in shelling. Uh, she was killed by Putin's forces, and that has just that has changed the sense of the conflict for me. Um Stan devoted some of his time in these desperate circumstances to record these messages, to share them with me so I could share them with you. Uh, so please, if you have a chance, listen. Um, click on the links. There's all sorts of ways that you can help out. The, that will also be in the show notes. Um, the regular Wednesday episodes will keep coming out. I don't. I don't know what day today is. What day you're hearing this? I'm recording this on a Monday. If I can, I'll get it out that same Monday. I don't know. I, this is. This is different. Um, this is different. I hope you are able to listen. And now you'll, you'll hear my interview with Stan. I should let you know um, we weren't talking. We were not able to talk back and forth. We sent telegram messages. So we weren't speaking to each other live. We were sending each other questions and answers.
1: Here it is. Hello to all. This is Stan Kibalnik, co-editor of the local online ma- magazine, Assembly uh, maybe you have seen our English translation on Lipcomorg and we promote Naziist agenda in poor neighborhoods of Hakov, the second largest Ukrainian city from the first day of Putler invasion surrounded by Russian troops from the north and east. Uh, many thanks from our crew to Graham for invitation to tell you about the actual situation here. Uh, Now we continue media work but also directly involved in emergency response, uh, both by helping humanitarian activities along with other people and by coordinating the horizontal solution of various issues through neighborhood chats. I think this is the maximum uh, what we can uh, now be useful to our community. So, ready to answer.
0: So first, can you just tell us uh, what's it like where you are and uh, in Ukraine in general? We've, we have all been hearing firsthand accounts on the BBC or NPR, but I would love to just start by hearing about your experience.
1: Okay, let's start. In general, on all fronts this week, uh, has been established a certain balance and only in Donetsk and Lugansk regions, uh, Putler military and uh, their local proxies are slowly continuing to advance. Uh, Yes, uh, in other directions, uh, both armies are strengthening uh, their positions, uh, bringing up new forces and preparing for further steps. Uh, Several towns are totally razed to the ground, like the Talepa in Syria. Uh, The biggest of them is Mariupol. Uh, About 2,200 civilians uh, have been killed uh, there in the two weeks of the site. Uh, It's today uh, figures uh, from the city authorities. There is a similar town in our region zoom about 100 kilometers south of here between Kharkiv and donbass uh, but as far as city, the shedding has become several times weaker uh, than at the beginning of this week uh, but in the northern and eastern districts uh, they continue to bomb uh, residential uh, areas civil infrastructure and uh, everything Uh, They can reach Uh, from time to time, of course, not permanently. Uh, In short, uh, mostly position of offer and what then we will see something like that.
0: So it seems, especially from the reporting I've seen on assembly, that mutual aid is breaking out all over the place. Can you tell us what the people of Ukraine, anarchist and non-anarchist alike, are doing to come together in cooperation and solidarity?
1: Unfortunately, not quite so. Yes, now reports we are talking about uh, really large humanitarian mobilization uh, in Kharkov. which allows to more or less provide uh, the population with the necessary goods, uh, but it mainly has a vertical nature. Uh, from the regional administration, city council, police, retail chains, uh, other big companies, uh, for example, food factories. Uh, yes, uh, grassroots efforts uh, are most limited uh, by transport sharing and providing uh, food or medicine uh, to those who cannot leave their homes. Uh, perhaps uh, with the site of silence, we also begin to organize mutual aid in the restoration of housing, and uh, we will try to develop it, uh, of course, uh, but it's not uh, yet possible to predict whether it will be massive. Unfortunately, uh, the experience of uh, responding uh, to the hurricanes in the United States, for example, uh, shows uh, that so-called disaster communism uh, usually ends uh, with these disasters.
0: On the other hand, it does seem like there's lots of nationalism breaking out in Ukraine, and CrimeThink has published articles by Ukrainian anarchists with different perspectives on how to think about the conflict and international aid. Can you tell me your perspective on this question? How are anarchists dealing with the battle against Russian imperialism, considering it can also be seen as a a battle for Ukrainian nationalism and even a new form of Western imperialism?
1: Concerning nationalism, it's a particularly interesting question. Uh, in my opinion, what is happening now, it's uh, not the growing popularity of right parties and movements, but rather the consolidation of all political sectors around the president and the governors appointed by him. Uh, Zelensky's rating now exceeds 90 uh, percent, by the by. Yes, With this uh, will only lead to the strengthening of the bureaucratic hierarchy or maybe the mass involvement in public life and the increased interest in politics will eventually rise the this movement uh, like as in the USA uh, after both World Wars, for example, this question uh, is still open. Uh, at this moment uh, all anarchist and wannabe anarchist groups in Ukraine admit the fact that social struggle in the country resided uh, into the background due to the really ruthless extermination of civilian population by Russian bombs and rockets. Uh, in the territorial defense of Kyiv uh, takes part of group resistance committee uh, supported by supplied supply network Operation Solidarity You probably have heard about them, they are the most famous abroad, uh, but criticism of the state and capital, in their statements is totally replaced by condemnation of Russian imperialism, and uh, they have not been seen in any social conflicts uh, since the Maidan. So, as for me, they are, in fact, uh, pro-Western liberal progressists with anarchist symbols. Another mid group involved in the defense of Kyiv is our old friends from the Blackflag. Uh, they participated in, the sh- in the social struggle for more than five years, uh, until the last day of peace, and uh, think that the uh, need for a truce of all forces in Ukraine is only temporary on the time to stop uh, this genocide. But, will uh, it not happen uh, that uh, they will only help the Ukrainian state to strengthen itself after the victory and become a dictatorship like us now in Russia? We don't know the answer, so we help them, uh, but at the same time I don't call to follow their example. We stay where we are most needed and do what we can better. In addition if uh, even if Viveshua uh, was we sure necessity to fight in Ukrainian troops uh, we would not be able to do this here. In Kyiv everyone uh, can join Tratorial Defence while in Hakov they required to have uh, combat experience or attitude to military service by profession. Our city is uh, mostly defended uh, by the regular me, um, and uh, their forces uh, seems to be enough for
0: Nestor Makhno is a major icon of anarchist resistance across the world. I assume he's, he's an icon like that in Ukraine. Does the struggle today in any way resemble the struggle during the Russian Civil War?
1: Uh, about Makhno, I cannot tell you about the whole of Ukraine, but uh, our winter anonymous pool in one of uh, the big hack of telegram channels, uh, showed that 17% of respondents uh, would support libertarian forces in that time. But even if these people are ready to support Nazism in principle, they are afraid to even imagine uh, making it a reality. During the Civil War the Nationalist Government of the Ukrainian Popular Republic was an ally of Kaledians White Guards against the radical left spectrum. Today social revolutionaries both authoritarian and anti-authoritarian are extremely few in in number. So the situation is exactly the opposite of what it was then.
0: Finally, Stan, I appreciate you talking with me so much. Uh, What I'm wondering, and I assume my listeners are wondering, is what can we do to help? Uh, Is there any specific action we can take? Is there any specific message you would like spread to the international anarchist community and anyone we can reach in the English-speaking world?
1: What can do to help? Uh, First of all, it's not cheese, Uh, we should tell more about the attempts to fight the capitalist sort from below and to spread such info on different languages. We need to support people in Russia persecuted for such acts. We need help to Ukrainian refugees and homeless people by all what we can. Uh, you also welcome to send us such reports and we are happy to translate it into Russian and Ukrainian. Our media is going to work uh, on the restoration of the city social fabric uh, once the end of this nightmare, and uh, you could uh, support us uh, via our fundraising page. Uh, payment details to detail tail donated uh, the backfair, uh, you also could find in the channel. Uh, for example, uh, several hours ago we got an email from members of uh, cnt uh, France uh, about the launching of initiative uh, for solidarity with pacifists, uh, deserters, refugees uh, from Ukraine, Russia, and Belarus. Uh, the name of the initiative is Olga Taratuta, uh, who have created uh, the Anarchist Black Cross in Kharkov uh, a century ago. Uh, On the assembly uh, there is an article about it and uh, uh, you can find. So let's come together and put into practice no borders, no nations Only Glyphanaki.
0: Okay, you've heard from Stan, and you can look in the show notes or on my website of what you can do if you want to help Stan, his comrades, and the people of Ukraine. Uh, It is time for all of us to offer mutual aid and stand in solidarity. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you especially to Stan, the anarchists in Ukraine, and all the people in Ukraine who are... Who are fighting for a better world, and it is—it's—it's it's, it's a struggle that uh, I, I'm honored to know those of you fighting in it. Talk to you soon.